Today I'm here with Kelly Flowers, co-founder of the AV Collection, and she has graciously agreed to be my guest on the very first episode of Day Drinking with the Dragon. I am Allison Dollar, owner of One Dragon, a marketing firm here in Overland Park, Kansas, and this podcast has been on the docket for a while, so I'm very excited to get started today, and I'm happy that Kelly is with me. So, cheers, lady. Cheers Thanks for I'm joining very me. Happy to be yeah. here. Thank you for having me. Love it. Tell us a little bit about the AV Collection. Well, the AV Collection, it's our virtual winery. We are based here in Kansas City, but our wine is from California. So we do have a pop-up tasting room here at the Lenexa Public Market. And our first brand that we've created is Casey Mack. So it is our canned wine. We have plans to add a bottle line, uh, hopefully 2022, uh, starting with bubbles with that as well. Nice. And uh, we, our plans are to expand um, even outside of California, we wanna eventually make wine all over the world. And with the AV collection, having it be a virtual winery, we really can do that since we're not anchored to one place. And especially being, you know, a group of people from the Midwest, yeah, um, yeah that's a pretty unique idea. You can do anything you wanna do, in my opinion, yeah. especially in the world we live in. Um, so why virtual? How did that come about? Um, mainly because we're from the Midwest okay. and we're based here in uh, Kansas City. Um, and we only want to make wines from the greatest regions in the world. So with that, we're starting with the greatest region in the United States, which is California, which is Napa. Um, our Casey Mack wine, it is primarily from, actually this, our second production is um, all from Napa. Okay. So uh, it's a premium sparkling wine just in a can. Why a can? It was an easier, um, Entry, I feel like entry into the market, yeah. um, something fairly unique. Cans, they are, they've been around for a while, but they're still fairly new, especially here in the Midwest. And initially, we wanted to do cans just for sporting venues, uh, music venues, big venues like that, and we wanted to export. Okay. Uh, cans are not as popular around the world as they are here in the United States. So we wanted to be kind of the first brand to really do that and really push for that. Um, and we canned in February of 2020 and then everything shut down for the pandemic. Good times. So Good times, yeah. yeah, we uh, pivoted a lot. And although we're still in uh, Sporting KC and their uh, what? Complex, Complex arena where they play their sport. <laughs> what do you want to call that? What do you want to call? Where, where is that? Like their Yay, the, sports. The stadium. Um, yeah. <laughs> where the soccer players go to work. That's yeah. where your wine is. So yeah. Okay. yeah. Although we we are in Sporting KC, uh, we had that contract before we actually canned uh, the wine. So they were gracious enough to continue that all through the pandemic when they didn't have fans. So when 2021 came around, we just picked up where we left off. Nice. Uh, concert venues, however, we weren't as uh, prompt with getting in there before the pandemic happened. So um, yeah, we just changed what we uh, had originally planned on and started going retail, selling online, um, and basically getting into as many places in the Kansas City area that we could think of, like Barquet, Crossroads Hotel, um, a few breweries around the area, uh, East 40, uh, Nimble Brewing Company, so some smaller okay. craft brew type like places. So, um, which has actually been more fun. It's made our focus be more local and focus on where we came from 
uh, which Casey Mack was, you know, the name came from Kansas City. We wanted a yeah. subtle nod to our Kansas City roots uh, as we sent her out into the world. And now that, you know, she is more localized at this point, we still have plans to export and, you know, send her out all across the world. Um, but it's been fun to really have people in Kansas City understand the, yeah. the nod to Kansas City itself, so. Well, and I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I think, like, I had to look at the, the new Limeade spritz because I know, I want you to talk about the design. Um, this is one of my favorite parts of the Casey Max story because you designed her. Yes. Um, and she was a labor of love. I know that the, I'm gonna come back to the wine okay. maker, but let's talk about her right now because I love her green eyeshadow on the new packaging, but you essentially started, which one did you start with? Um, I started with the rosé. Okay. And she is still my favorite. I love the pink lipstick. Yeah, she's, she is super sexy. She is one of my, um, yeah, she's my fave. I would but, agree, but I like the I like that eyeshadow. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, okay. I love yeah, um, yeah the little hint of color. Yeah, uh, because originally I had I think like sunglasses on her, like green sunglasses, and so the lenses oh. were limes, and it was cool, but it was just too much. Well, I kind of want to see that though. That might be fun to just like. Yeah. Do you have the original mock-up? Oh yeah. Oh, I totally oh, yeah. see that. It's in the archives now. It's you in the archives. Cool. Okay. Casey Mac okay. Blows up, and cool. you know. That would have been uh, more of a nod to the '90s, maybe. I know, like yeah. the neon. I know. She just needed a choker <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, should have been legit to roll in the '90s. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the design, um, yes, that was definitely a labor of love. When we originally came up with Casey Mack and wanted it to be themed as, you know, 1920s jazz era, um, you know, my business partner and I went back and forth a lot, you know, we had, we went back to the drawing board quite a few times, um, and the original mock-up that we had, and he would tell you this story too, was a lot of his idea and he was like, okay, no, like, I think we should have her standing under a street lamp and, you know, like, basically, like, on a street corner with, a, like, a saxophone or a trumpet or something. And, I'm, <laughs> and like, being not a designer yeah. by trade at yeah. all, I'm thinking, like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Right? Like, okay, that's a great <laughs> and idea. And I'm like, then. and it just, like, the can isn't very big, but I'm like, <laughs> all right, we'll go with it. It's the only idea that we have right now. And then when we went out to California, um, for the canning of this, we showed our winemaker the initial mock-up, and his immediate reaction was like, oh my God, I hate it. <laughs> and, um, and actually, like, more of a relief, like, yeah. was let yeah. off my shoulders, yeah. and then my business partner, Keith, he's, he's like, yeah, I think you just need to run with it. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Back, to the, back home. And, I mean, it was really funny, because like, obviously we want to be involved in every aspect of, yeah. of our business, because it's fun, and there, there is only three of us. Um, and, you know, she is part of all of us, mm -hmm. and so we all want a little piece of her, really. Sure. Um, but being the only female on the team and more of the design eye, it was nice to be able to really take it and run with it. Um, and not that our winemaker really had um, like a say in the design at all, but it was good to get his input yeah. and because he's been in the wine industry forever and he has his own brand, which is actually what we're drinking right now. Um, which I'm way ahead of you. Like you should probably <laughs> take a couple more sips to catch up. Um, <laughs> yeah, go for it, do it. <laughs> but you know, with his experience like living out in California for gosh, since college, um, you know, it was nice to get his input. And when that was his immediate reaction, like, okay, like, she needs to be more appealing because if she is on a shelf, we yeah. want people to be able to just like 
I don't I, like have her stand out. Um, and well, and her. so went back to the drawing board, and I really like the minimalistic look um, yeah. of it. And if you look at canned wines, they're all bright and floral and super artsy, which a lot of them are really pretty. But I liked the sleek matte black. Um, with minimal pop of color and um, so classic. It's so classy. I think. I think it's classy. I, like, thank you. I, I, I like it too. And it time, really, yeah. the design now it does play back to the 1920s, um, almost kind of film noir um, design. And actually, there's um, a New York Times, no, not New York Times, New Yorker artist. Um, that is where she was, I really got the... Uh, inspiration? Inspiration, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, where we I really drinking. got the ins- It's before noon, we are drinking, so you're good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll help you. Where I got the inspiration from, because it's a very minimal look, but she has a lot of color on hers, um, and yeah. that's, yeah. So I like the minimal pop of color, um, and so, yeah, so basically that I would be focused on her and like, who is she? And you know, we have the hashtag, who yeah. is Casey Mack? And the point of it is we want Casey Mack to encompass whoever you think she should be, whoever like you are. Um, you know, that's why she's gray. Like she uh, should be a representation more of what the wine industry should be rather than old, white, rich males. <laughs> um, right, you yeah. You know, have yeah. more diversity. And so that's what we want to, you know, bring to the wine industry as, you know, a few kids from the Midwest, you know, trying to make our way out in California. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about the winemaker. I want to hear a little bit. Is his story, is it, didn't he originate here? Um, in Iowa. So he has Midwestern okay. roots. Uh, Chris Christensen, he is a fascinating individual in and of himself. Um, he went out to California for college. He went to Stanford and I think he was originally in the finance world. Funny. Um, and like, okay. like a lot of people in that yeah. industry get burnt out and he always says that he went into wine to impress the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think he succeeded because I, not only does he impress the ladies with his wine, but also anybody that drinks it. I mean, he is incredible. He was uh, one of 2020's 40 under 40 wine, uh, tastemakers and he's been featured in Food and Wine magazine. Uh, he was the first to create a sparkling Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S. Oh. So, so that's this. This yeah, is the first. Th- th- so that's this. Oh, it's this. That's what we are drinking, oh. actually. So, I'm enjoying that, by um, the way. I need a bottle of that. I, I know. It is, it's, it's one of our best sellers here at the tasting room. Yeah, actually. I can't leave so, without having a bottle of that. Um, so yeah, Bodkin is his line. His wine is incredible, and his story is amazing. He, um, We have coined him as the king of canned wines, too, because not only does he make wine for us and our brand, but he has a few other brands that he makes wine for as well, like Maker um, and Weston Wilder and a couple of others too. So he's really perfected the process because he makes the wine specifically for the can, which, um, you know, it's a a smaller vessel that the wine goes into, so smaller surface area. Like, I mean, not only did he put, like, his incredible winemaking skills into it, but, you know, the math and chemistry and all of that behind it, it... Uh, I can't go into that because I don't know how. I don't but, want. Yeah, that's uh, all that's over. why we, you know, we're just marketing. Exactly. Ladies. We don't know what the. Hell and to make I know what I like uh, as far as tasty. I mean, and yeah, we just let him run with it, and that's what you should do with a winemaker. They're, like, they're, yeah, they're the professionals. They're incredible with what they do, and especially Great. Chris. So, well, I think that, and I love that point because in, 
in, in the marketing world, I will always hire an expert and be like, here's my outline. You do you mm -hmm. because you are talented at what you do and I'm mm -hmm. going to trust that you take my guidance and, and bring yeah. me back the best exactly. whatever I'm asking for. And so I feel like you did that with this. Exactly, yeah. Um, but I want to go back because you were very humble in the design of these. And I, you touched on it. You did not go to school to be a graphic designer. No. And you don't even, I don't think you have a marketing degree, do you? I do, international do marketing in Spanish. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> so you can give us a but, little Spanish. But my marketing background, you know, like social media marketing wasn't a thing when I graduated. It's true story, it's true story. Um, true yeah, fact. they were still talking all about location, location, location when I was in college, so. Yeah. Uh, what was the three P's or whatever the book, yeah, the, the textbooks that had <laughs> yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, we still use textbooks when I was in yeah, college. Yeah, me too, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, legit. Um, yeah, so. My design started in my first job, actually, when I did some uh, trade magazines, and that's where you and I go back, I know, actually. we've known each other a really yes. long time. I, uh, I thought about that the other day, I was like, I've known you over 10 years. Yeah, yes. It's really it's hard to say out loud since I'm only in my early 30s. <laughs> exactly. I know. Well, right, you're in your 20s. Yes, I'm in my 20s. <laughs> that's a joke no. of the day. Um, um, there's the funny of the day. <laughs> right. But basically, you know, I was a, kind of the liaison between our client and then what we produced. And um, I got so tired of the designers bringing things back to me that was so... It's crap. Not what the client wanted. Crap, and, yeah. You know, I, I feel yeah. like I'm a very... I mean, maybe not with... <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm not very eloquent right now. Oh um, well, we are drinking at 10.30 right. in the morning, which I'm going to need a refill in a hot minute. Yes. But, okay. um, but I understand from a design point, like you want to show your abilities and you're truly an artist, which I don't, you know, I'm not an artist, but when it comes to what the client wants, that's what we, that's, that's our job right. at, at that point. And so I got so tired of having to go back and do draft after draft after draft, and then we're down to the wire yeah. and having to stay until, yeah. you know, 10 o'clock at night because, you know, directions weren't taken to heart at the very beginning. So I just got super frustrated and learned how to do it myself. Well, I think that's why you and I connected when we first met because we were just like no bullshit women. Yeah. We're like, okay, are you not listening to me? Because I have, I don't know how I can say this yeah. any more plain. Like we have a creative brief and, and I'm speaking English and I don't understand where the disconnect is. Well, and, and even down to the point where like I would sketch out like yes. ideas and you know like as far as like layout and like colors and then when yep. I came back and it wasn't even the same colors that like match their brand I'm just like like really like, yeah. so yeah uh, YouTube is a great tool I've learned a lot through YouTube yeah. but, but I, again you're being very humble because I think that you took that drive and you're like I can do this and I can I can do this the way I want to do it it may take me a minute to learn but like the tactical things where you know, I might not know how to work the software, but I have the vision in my head, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so that's not always all what I want my graphic design or my creative team for, right? I want them right. to be super creative and and work with, with their talent, but there are some times where I'm like, I just really need this. And so mm -hmm. I think you and I bonded in the beginning of our friendship because we knew we could get shit done. That right. was always the mentality, yes. right? Like if you're, yes. not, I, I'm listening and, and 
I can get shit done and I can figure shit out. And, and usually was, it's not something that you want to be working on for a week. It's like, yeah. okay, this is the turnaround time. Like, let's yeah. just be done with this. And well, not, we, we weren't solving world peace back in the day. No. We were ads for trade pubs. It was like, yeah. come on. It's like scaffolding. Yeah, I know, right? Like, like, not even sexy stuff yeah. like wine. It totally wasn't. So, like, bringing that to now, you have that mentality. So you're like, I think, didn't you tell me you had tried to hire a creative partner to help you with, or an intern or something? Uh, yeah, so okay. we had an intern early on, and um, she had she was going through graphic design school, um, or I guess maybe it was advertising with a graphic design minor. It doesn't matter, either way. Yeah. Um, so she had, like, she showed us her entire portfolio, and it was incredible. Like, um, if she went into animation of some kind, like, That's I would not be surprised. Um, but that's, you know, kind of where we failed. We saw, like, she was an artist, right. and that's what she had created. Right. Um, she wasn't a graphic designer. Totally So different. she understood and knew um, what it was, but she was just trying, it, what we wanted was not an art piece necessarily. Um, yeah, just, there, and it, was, it, yeah, wasn't, it good, wasn't it wasn't, wasn't a, a good, good fit, fit. and she, I, yeah. that right there just made me realize like I could probably do this myself. Like I, because I gave her examples of like, okay, this is the look that I want, um, and you know, sent her basically anything and everything that she could have wanted, and what she came back with was so far off base, and not to any fault of her own. Like, you know, she no, it was it was her yeah. yeah. You're not questioning her integrity um, as a yeah as a designer or an animator or whatever. But she I on. think with this specifically, it was really hard to convey exactly what was in my mind. This yeah. was the first thing that was actually like you know for me really for something that like we created from the ground up and it wasn't for someone else and um, so in my mind it had to be a certain way yep. and um, I get that yeah I so that. I mean it took a while but um, more so because I had to learn different things in the program well and I remember going okay so I remember us having lunches and drinks and talking about this process and you had mentioned you didn't think like you went through a little bit of an imposter yeah. moment where you're like am I really good enough to do this like this is going to be on shelves this is going to be our yeah. goal is for this to be huge am I is this really yeah. good enough to put out there and for sure I think at that lunch I opened up and I was like I feel like that all the time like that's just part of the deal like you you get out there and you I know you like do okay? I can do this shit. I can do it, and you're like, whoa! Can I do it? I don't Ooh, know. But other people are gonna see this. Holy Ooh. crap! Like, is that gonna be all right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I thought you were so awesome. You were so. When we talked about it. It was such a vulnerable conversation. I don't know how much you want to share, but I think. Well, it's worth a moment. Yeah, I mean. Because even now, like I have gotten nothing but compliments on this, and. I also believe that people are just nice and they're not going to say anything bad to my face either. But I think that also is where imposter syndrome plays a role. Yes. Because, you know, because I'm not a designer by trade, I probably didn't do half of the things that you're correctly the way that you're supposed to do. Like when we sent this to print, like I didn't know how to outline text. And now I realize like it's something very simple to do. Um, Because like when I sent it over, like they're like, well, we don't have this font. And I'm like, okay. Hold on a minute. Here it is. Like. This is the font I use. They're like, no, no, no. You need to, yeah. So, it, like, even that was a learning curve, um, and I, like, I just had this like overwhelming feeling that like real designers would be like, oh, well, you did this wrong. You did this wrong. Like, ooh, like you'd be judged. Yeah, yeah. and because um, like I, I've always considered myself a creative person, but not an artistic person, um, and. 
isn't it funny how those lines are blurring now though? Yeah. Like, and we'll come back to that. Imposter syndrome, I think, is real. I think we all go through that. I go through it. I have a freaking master's degree in marketing, and people would look at me on LinkedIn and be like, "Cause she's the badass," and I'm like, "Not really." Um, there are moments of doubt all the time. I will say, um, you know, Mike, my creative genius mm -hmm. behind the scenes. He is pretty much in love with your design. He has told me that many times. He really digs it. So Well, that means a lot whatever coming street, from him, yeah, especially. Whatever street cred <laughs> we can give you on that. Um, he is, he speaks fluent design and he was very impressed with you. So, and again, I think my favorite is the limeade, but. Uh, yeah, I do love her eyeshadow. I mean, her eyeshadow is <laughs> legit. I just, I kind of, did. were you drinking when you came up with this or were you oh, sober? Oh, probably. I mean, when am I not? That's interesting. I mean, it, when it, you know, yeah. I'm a professional now. Yeah. So it just comes with the job. It's totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for? I want a little bit more yes. of this. Can um, you pour me a little bit? Yeah. Let okay. me. I'm gonna go get a cold bottle, unless if you want Casey Mac. Oh. Either is fine. Yeah. Let's do Casey Mac. Okay. Let's pull that out. Let's pull that out. So this is actually the new production. Finishing my my blanc. Blanc rosé. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blanc is my favorite. I really want to be a rosé person in general, and it's really hard for me. I've tried it. It is probably one of my, if I'm going to drink rosé, I will drink this one, but yeah. Um, I don't know what my deal is with rosé. I'm apparently not as cool as everybody else on the rosé trend. So let's talk about Casey. Like, where do you want her? Let's talk about where she's going. You want her, right now she's at Sporting. She's at Barquet. Like you talked a little bit about distilleries or breweries or yeah. places around town that she's at. I mean, right now, um, popping a sucker. Yeah, open. we're focusing a lot on Kansas City and then export. So um, we have sent samples to a lot of Europe um, and China and Singapore. Oh, actually, so okay. um, so we really want to focus on the export market because a lot there's a huge demand for it because it's not as popular. Um, and then as far as here, we want to focus on, you know, start small here in Kansas City. Like the pandemic changed our view on so much. So, you know, now that we have the tasting room here, yeah. um, it's essentially a tasting room for Casey Mack and then plus, you know, the other brands that we have represented in the market before, okay. um, just, you know, for variety. But, um, it's kind of brilliant because you can get this and then go over to the coffee place and get a donut. Exactly. <laughs> or go get a yeah. piece of pizza. Yeah. I mean, I it's mean, actually, a, especially for that, I don't know what your demo is here. Do you know what the, um, as, I mean, like 25 and up maybe? I mean, it's everything. Is it? I mean, definitely, uh, I guess it's higher income for sure. Sure. Um, we but are Johnson it's, County. Yeah. yeah. But I would say like mid 20, like professionals that work at, uh, Kiwit, okay. and then all the way up to like 60s, 70s, because Lenexa itself is like fairly, you it's know, fluid. older. But this area specifically is incredibly new. Like those apartments over there mm -hmm. are ridiculous. Well, and they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. We're walking like, by that. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like twice my mortgage payment. Right. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, it is. So okay. So you. So really exporting. Is there any place in Kansas City you want to be that you aren't yet? Or I mean, I'd love to be in all the stadiums. Like Arrowhead there, and Royals. Stadiums. That's, stadiums. <laughs> Royals. That, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's what they're called. Let's start stadiums. over. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, we would love to be in all the stadiums. Um, Sporting KC is, you know, I feel like a little bit more, it, they're all local, obviously, mm -hmm. but um, 
you know, you don't have to go through Aramark and all of that, you know, to get There's into less the politics. dirty details of that. Yeah, but, less politics um, on that. But the Sporting KC, like, they want to work with us on events and everything else. So, like, we do, uh, throughout the entire season, we've done tastings in the suites. And um, we're actually partnering with them to do a fried chicken and champagne competition. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes. I want to hear so, more about that. I know. That's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So, February 2022, we are going to do a fried chicken and champagne or sparkling wine competition. So oh, there really? isn't one in the US, so it'll be the only one. Oh my God, that's amazing. And Casey Mack is the sponsor. So. I love everything about that. <laughs> How did that come to fruition? Did somebody, whose idea was that? Uh, my business partner, Keith. Keith, yeah, Brilliant. That's his Keith. favorite wine pairing, so. Well, who um, doesn't love fried chicken? Like, yeah. the only reason I don't eat it is because I'm celiac now, but like, good Lord. I know, it's who incredible. doesn't love fried chicken? Um, okay, that's cool. So that'll be February. Yeah. Um, so, but as far as other places, I mean, we would love for her to be everywhere, but it also needs to make sense. The, the, one of the original reasons why we wanted to make cans too, like, you know, for stadiums, uh, concert venues, because we didn't want your environment to dictate the style of wine that you were drinking. Like, you shouldn't have to right. compromise, you know, good wine because of where you were. You know, you go to a Royals game and, you know, I'm sure in the suite, the suites they have great wine, but, you know, you go to the, you know, the counter. Yeah, the counter and, which you know, it's wine. wine in a plastic cup, which again is fine. Every wine has its purpose. Um, but also like at a Royals game in the middle of the summer, I don't want to drink a you know, more than re like a 90 degree red wine. No, I don't either. either. That's not like, gonna go well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, enter Casey Mack with that. Like it's a premium wine with, you know, light bubbles and drinking it out of a can, like that's normal for a sporting event. Yeah. Um, it's normal boat. for, yeah. On the boat. On the, the boat, lake. like yeah. the beach, the lake, the yeah. pool, like Walking anyway. the dog. Yeah. I've walked slosh with this in my hand before. Exactly. I have no, no, I know. Like, no shame in my world right now. Exactly. Like we do many family walks with some Casey And why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's actually a good idea for Halloween. It is. Right? Think about yeah. the trunk tree, a whole new, I know, whole yeah. new situation going on exactly. there. Exactly. Uh, and the thing is, like, especially with the size, though, it's like, oh, it's an energy drink. <laughs> it does look like an energy You just put it in a little it koozie. It gives a whole lot of energy. <laughs> a little rock and roll. <laughs> Tell the booze it's kicking yeah. in. Um, okay, so she has no boundaries. She can go over the hell she wants. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So, um, yeah. I like it. And as far as other places in Kansas City, like, we want to support local as well. Um, yeah. And it has to be, you know, a good fit. So, I agree. And it's always about the fit, right? Yeah. Like with every single brand. Not every brand is for everyone. It wasn't created for every place, every right. person on like the she's planet. she's not a gas station wine. Like she's, you won't find her in the gas station. She's, she's a classy <laughs> lady. And I, that's one reason why I love yeah. her. Um, so you and Keith is your, you have two business partners, right? Yes. Okay. So you and Keith knew each other in college? Since high school, high actually. School. Yeah, okay. since we were 15. Okay. Um, and then we always joke, Blair, uh, you know, anytime we're like, yeah, we went to Olay the East, and Blair's like, yeah, we all went to Olay the East, it's great. <laughs> um, no, so Blair, he came, so, gosh, he actually went to K-State, just not when I was there, because I was just enough older than him. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I'm the old lady of the of the crew. And the only um, woman, though. Yes. You said that you mentioned the, that earlier. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so Blair went to K-State, and he met Keith while he was in Manhattan. They both lived in Manhattan. And um, 
and he was getting his master's at the time and when Keith came up with wanting to start an import company and so he brought Blair on and then I was working with my mom at yep. Pinot's Palette and Keith came to sell me wine there. He wanted to sell me boxed wine and I you know, in so many words, I told him to get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> Love you, but you gotta go. I know. <laughs> and, but, I mean, he did prove me wrong. He actually brought in some incredible boxed wine. Uh, no Boda Box. No. Um, I remember that boxed yeah. wine, actually. I know, I've been it was really good. For a while. They I that. It was really good. have since discontinued it, which, Aww. understandable. It's not, okay. yeah. Um, but, yeah, after that, we just got to talking and we reconnected um, because we probably hadn't seen each other since high school. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he, we were talking about wine and how much I loved wine. Obviously, he had loved wine for his entire career. Yeah. Um, and he told me about how he wanted to start this importing company with, you know, eventually opening up a wine shop and thought I might be interested in opening up you know, a wine shop with him and running that, and I'm like, eh, no, I want in now. I want to, I want to do that. See an opportunity. Uh, yeah, let me in. I want to, I want to start importing. I want to learn more about wine. Um, so yeah, so I, um, you know, went through wine education as well and got my certification. Yeah. Um, I'm not a SOM. I'm a certified specialist of wine. Cool. Now. So, and I want to continue that which has actually jump-started us into, well, this is another thing that we can do, um, is create a wine education for mainly the general public. Like, yeah. so many people want to learn more about wine just because they want to know, know and understand what they're drinking and how to shop for wine. True. Um, and, you know, the courses that are out there, it's very technical, and you have to go through so much, basically, just to get to, like, what does this label mean? What's in this wine? Um, so I don't want to say like we've dumbed it down because that's not the case by any means, but it's more just like getting straight to the point. Yeah. And you know, we'll get more in depth for the people that want to, you know, expand their knowledge in it. But um, yeah, we partnered with an education company that builds online platforms for it. That's and awesome. um, yeah, Keith is writing uh, along with another master SOM. I guess Keith is a certified SOM and along with a master SOM writing the curriculum for it. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to launch that in, well, at least the US next month, maybe. Whoa, and then the entire, be quick. Yeah, the okay. entire thing by 2022. Um, which, and that's been fun. And uh, yeah, I've you know learned about how to cut video now too. That's a good time, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, can I just have my professional videographer do that? And, 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 it's, so, it's not the most, yeah. I, I, I love him with all my heart because it's not the most fun work <laughs> in the world to do. Um, no, no, it's not. And I, it, it's so, to, I guess, to kind, of, to kind of bring it full circle, too, um, you know, with there being just three of us and being a small business, even though, you know, the wine industry is vast and there are so many major brands that make it seem like, you know, they have all the resources in the world to, you know, yeah. do what they want. It's like, no, there's three of us and, you know, we're scrappy. We have to be scrappy because we're a small business. And I love the so, word scrappy. Yeah. I love the so, word scrappy. You know, as far as when it comes to cutting video, well, who can do that? I guess I can. I'm sure, in. I'm, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll figure it out. YouTube, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. It's happening. Um, but that's like the motto of every small business, right? Hold right. on, it, hold on, we'll figure it out. It's yes. happening. Pivot's like the key word, especially during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Scrappy is like everyone's adjective. I mean, you have to do yeah, that along like with that. like yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, 
Yeah, because <laughs> it's no, I don't know. It's yep, give me a minute, yeah. I got that. Uh, yeah. So we've been talking about you professionally this entire time, and because you are one of my my best friends on the planet, and I love you with all my heart, I think we have to talk about your personal life just a little bit. Okay. Because not only are you a badass like <laughs> business owner, but you're kind of a uh, you're not kind of you are a kick-ass mom, and oh, I do not have children. I have a dog, which is equally as difficult sometimes. A little bit diva. Uh, she's been acting <laughs> at daycare lately. When she doesn't get her way, she I literally will like act like she's hurt so she gets the toy back. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. But It's impressive. It, and it's embarrassing when you pick her up. because <laughs> Do you ever have those mom moments where you're like, why are you acting this way? I know you can act better than this. Oh, yeah. Um, but you are. from daycare and then there's another sheet that I have to sign. I'm like, crap, what did you do today? <laughs> what happened? Right? Shit. Um, so you are you married yes. with a hubby and two girls. Yes. And like balance. We talk about balance all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is anymore. No? Is it just, do you wing it? Like, what's the deal? I mean, How do you do I it? feel like that's what, I feel like you talk to any parent and they just say, yeah, we're just winging it. <laughs> I mean, is it, it, like, anybody that says that they have it together and know what they're doing, they're lying. Well, crap. Yeah, Um, full of shit. I would agree with that. I'll say it. They're full of shit. Nobody has it together all the time. No, I mean, so both my husband and I, we have been, um, you know, we have the ability to be flexible with our jobs somewhat. More so, like, my husband since January. Before that, not as much, but... but yeah, I mean, I worked from home basically up until we opened up the tasting room here. And um, so the past month has actually been a little nuts. But um, I I like working from home and seeing my kids see not only me working, but then my husband leaving for work as well. They see, they see it firsthand, like how hard we're working. It's not like we just drop them off at school and like they disappear for, you know, seven, eight hours out of the day and then they're back and, um, (laughs) and wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, especially, I mean, you know, being an entrepreneur, like the job never ends. I mean, it's constant. It's 24 seven. It's not nine to five. Yeah. Not to say that it's, you know, all roses all the time. Like, it's not. Like, you know, we forget things or, you know, we get frustrated because, like, okay, I have to leave this early to go pick up the kids. But, um, you know, it's truly a partnership in that aspect, too. Um, You know, there's give and take everywhere. And he has been 100% supportive of, you know, all of my endeavors from, like, hey, I'm going to quit my job and go work with this startup and um, <laughs> now we're going to make our own wine and hey now we're going to open up a distributor and hey now we're going to open up a tasting room and like yeah now we're going to start an education company and he's like all right you do you, you, do, do, you. you do you like he's gotten to the point he's like I don't even know what you do anymore but are you happy is yeah, that, I mean, yeah that's no, the thing and, I, and, that. and I think that's the thing too is like um, and it's and it's good with his job. Like I mean, he is creative in his job in his own right too, and he wants to um, constantly better himself and Love move it. up and all of that. But it's good that his is constant. <laughs> he is, he is the constant in our life, and then I am just like, oh, let's try this now. Let's do this one. Let's go over and here. And our girls are very much that way. Like one can not handle change at all, and then we our other is just like. Yeah, let's do this now. Whatever. And, it's a party. Yeah. 
Um, but I think it is important that both of them see both of us working and how hard we're working. Yeah, um, and I will say, like, it is harder for them to see, you know, me leave in the evening to come work here now because I've always worked from home. Yeah. Um, and, and even working from home, that was hard. So it's a double-edged sword because, you know, I was working and I was on my computer and they just saw, like, yeah, mom's working, but she's not paying attention to us. So, mm -hmm. you know, that in and of itself is hard because you have the mom guilt and you feel yeah. like, you know, you're not paying attention to your kids all the time because it's like you have to get something done and it's not for someone else it's truly for you and your family but they don't understand that at six and three no um last time we had lunch you were talking about being present you're like yeah. I, i'm working on turning off my phone so i can be present yeah. with my girls even if it's just for two hours at night or even and i thought that was pretty substantial yes no, you and so that's that, yeah that that's was. our biggest thing right now so from the moment that you know it's like five o'clock until they go to bed. Like no phones. It's just us as a family. Love that. Um, Love that. And yeah, basically whatever they want to do is what we do. Yeah. Um, and and that's spilled over into like work life. So my business partners do that too with nice. their families as well. Um, because you know when you are building up a business, mm -hmm. it's hard to let go of that. Like oh okay, just one more thing. I just need to finish this before I forget. Right. And it's like yeah, but. It, we're not curing cancer here. It's no. it, that can wait until tomorrow. Yeah. Not like we don't piece. really yeah. have deadlines, and um, and it's hard to forget that. Well, and the time that or we have to, with yeah, our loved ones that. is very yeah. precious, right? Like the older I get, the more gratitude comes into my world. You exactly. know, like I am extremely grateful for relationships and people who love me and time right. that I have with those people. And so that balance is, it's in a constant state of evolution for me, yeah. as I would guess it is yeah. for you too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like I'm sure like time like I value my time way higher than mm -hmm. any salary I would ever make absolutely um, absolutely yeah and I love the success right like it's been just so much fun watching you from the ground up do this like just um, I think I've told you many times as a friend I'm so proud of you and I think that when you get in the middle of this you sort of forget oh my gosh I have been kicking ass and taking names and this is really cool and and in your head, you're like, I gotta design this thing, and I gotta get this out to the printer, and we've gotta check with this. And on the outside, I'm seeing, oh my gosh, they're launching a new flavor. Oh my goodness, I saw this yeah. in Pino's Palette, and Pino's Palette in Leewood's the only place <laughs> that you can get it. Like, oh my gosh, I saw this at Barquet when I took Sasha. You know, like little things like that, and that yeah. you're not seeing. So it's extremely, like, I'm just from the bottom of my heart, very proud I've of, never, of well, you. Well, thank you. I've oh, never man. thought of it that way either because yeah. I am that way. I'm like, okay, we have to get this to the printer. Like, we yeah. do, like, as far as, like, deadlines, like, even though it's still on our watch, it's like, okay, I want to get this done by this date. So, yeah, you know, you're always thinking about the, the stressful aspects versus what is the end result, which is, you know, why are we doing this? Yeah, why am I busting my ass? Yeah. What's, I mean, I want to drink wine, but what's the other thing, yeah. right? So, I mean, and I guess to that, not only yeah. is it, you know, like freedom to spend more time with our families, it, you know, yep. it's a lot of work right now, but the ultimate goal is, um, you know, to be able to create our own schedule and and whatnot and you know leave a mark not only in the wine industry but you know everywhere we sell this we do give back yeah. too so and that's that's a big part of it for all of us like yes. you know we're not in it just just for us and selfish reasons um, but yeah, share a little bit about that because you guys do give back quite a bit and I was gonna touch on legacy and I think that's an excellent segue into legacy because you know, we're only here for X amount of time on this earth, so the legacy you leave behind to whoever, whoever, 
is a big deal. At least it is to me. I know it is to you. We've had that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what? What is it all for? Why? Why? Why am I? Why the fuck am I doing all this? Right? <laughs> this is not. This yeah. is. This is an R-rated podcast. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and we have to put that E, the explicit. Yes, yes. explicit now because there's the F ball yes. in there. What the fuck? Why the fuck do I do this every day? Uh-huh. Um, when you work with the dragon, you hear a lot of fucks. <laughs> uh, so you should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell me about your, your giving back. Um, so yeah, with every purchase of KC Mac, we give back to the Harmony Project, Okay. which is a local organization here in Kansas City. Um, I mean, it's a phenomenal program. Not only do they provide instruments for kids from age kindergarten all the way through high school, um, but they have lessons for kids. So it's an after-school program and the kids loved it so much and they were able to expand the program even to Saturday. So not only is it after school, but now kids can go there on Saturday and um, they help not only with other school work, but obviously the music program. And I want to say they have like a 99%, if not 100% graduate graduation rate at this point too. So that's amazing. Um, and that's amazing. I, I mean, the program and the people behind it are incredible. And these kids work so hard, like all of 2020. And I think even uh, late 2021, they usually have an in-person concert that they sell tickets for and everything. And um, I think it's been at the uh, Kansas City, not something, what is it? Is it the Rep? Performing Arts. Performing Arts, okay. Yeah, like they've uh, been able to have concerts there, but obviously during the pandemic they weren't able to, so they streamed it live on YouTube. And so so we always made a point to watch it. And like these kids, it is incredible. And, And, you know, I think any kid that works super hard at, you know, yeah. anything and everything. But not only do these kids like have this program, but a lot of them, um, they English is their second language too. So oh. they, in school, not only do they have to overcome that, but you know, there's language barrier, and not just between English and whatever language they speak. Like there are kids that speak, you know, Spanish and. Um, gosh, like Eastern European language, like just a bunch of different languages. So trying to communicate like yeah. within themselves as well. So like they, they're they presented with a lot of challenges and music is their one commonality that they can all connect on too. So, I, I mean, the program itself is incredible. And, you know, why we chose that is um, Casey Mack, you know, we have the theme yeah. of the jazz and, you know, the jazz era. Yeah. and. Um, so we wanted to get back to a music program, and what better to get back to a children's music program because they're our next generation. They're the ones that right. will be the next, you know, leadership and, you know, Well, we have the research we around go. that music exactly. education, right? Like when you are involved in the arts, when you're participating in the arts, that opens up the mind of so many other things. So yes. I think that's phenomenal. And that's the that. first thing that schools cut is the arts programs too so which makes no um, sense whatsoever i'm just gonna say that out loud so this program makes sure that it's a constant in their life which is incredibly important i have one rando question i forgot to ask earlier which i'm totally gonna do right now but again (laughs) it's because we're drinking um social media platform let's talk about that for Mm. a hot minute what's your favorite social media platform and why None. I know. Aren't they a hot mess? (laughs) it's like a necessary evil we have to have them and it's Uh, such a pain in the ass but that is the world we live in 
Instagram. Yeah, Graham's gonna be. I'm too old to do TikTok. I am too. I haven't even. Have you opened a TikTok yet? No, I, I personally, I, I don't even. I just got I an Instagram even, for my personal. I do remember account, like when. Ago. So, gosh, this was. It's been a few years, but I remember you telling me like TikTok is going to be the next big thing, and you're telling me what it was all about, and like I just read this article. It's going to be huge, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Like, I don't want a hot mess. Like, it's I can't learn mess. something else. Like, I no. Like, I, I yeah. Facebook, no. Facebook's a pain in my ass on a daily basis. I mean, I love it. Yeah. It's a pain in my ass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Instagram, because it's easy and it's fun and it is it is exactly what it is. Like, you don't... Very straightforward, very sexy. Yeah. Right, don't you think? Yeah. And I, I feel like it's still the go-to for most people. Like, Facebook is for yeah. old people now. Sorry, any old people listening to and this. And all the political <laughs> shit you want to talk you about You can determine what old means. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I mean, Facebook oh, is essentially yeah. where I get my news. I get hot men picking Switch me up on Facebook. Um, <laughs> that I don't reply to. Uh, <laughs> that happens on it's Instagram now, news. too. Right, it is all the trash news. Yeah. Okay, and then what about, this was a question, I sort of like prepped you before we sat down and she looked at me like, what oh, yeah, the fuck, I am I gonna, how am I gonna answer this? Biggest failure in this whole process and I say failure, and you know me, failure mm -hmm. to me is a learning moment. So the word, fa word failure isn't really fair because I feel like it has a negative connotation. So if you just want to go with like a moment where you, you screwed something up royally and were like, crap, I learned oh, a lot Oh, that's like that. daily for me. <laughs> well, it's the story of my life. But I didn't know not if there was like a monumental one or not. I'll just figure it out. But um, it's all about how the gosh. confidence around the, the moment, right? Like I, I really screwed that probably, up. And, no, yeah. but... It, I think that's where my biggest failure is, is not having the confidence in myself. Okay. So, I mean, that's, I it's an ongoing failure that I have to try to overcome. Um, but I'm new to this industry. You know, there are so many people that grew up in the, in the wine industry that know so much. And so I'm constantly deferring to those people, you know, just saying like, oh, well, you know, you know better. Yeah. Instead of having the confidence in myself to be like, oh, this is what we're doing. And this is, you know, this is how this is made. Yeah. And this, is, you know, versus just assuming that I am, I guess, the lowest common denominator in this conversation. And, um, and it goes against everything what we're trying to do with Casey Mack as far as, you know, building up the, yeah. the wine industry. and adding the diversity and you know building up women because like on a good day I am very confident in what we do um, but anytime like we go out to California it's just like I catch myself being you know background mm -hmm. it's like I don't want to be background you I'm not be background. I'm not background, no, you aren't background. Um, and so I guess more it's just a constant struggle um, I'm going to share something with you that one of my creative partners, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, no. but I'm going to share it right now because I think it's valuable. I think we all have those moments. Every single one of us have insecure moments and have like moments where our confidence isn't phenomenal, and it should be rock star level like all the time, but it isn't because we're mm -hmm. human. Right. And I recently was at the lake with a group of friends um, and have some new friends who are also creative partners. And one of them looked at me and he said to me, he said, we all have insecurities, Allison. It's how we deal with them that makes us better. And yeah. I took a like took that to heart because I think that is so true. Every single one of us has an insecure moment, but it's how you process it and like move through it 
to become a better version of yourself. Now, do yeah. I have the answer on how to do that? No. no. Fuck, I don't but still, I mean, but. that's all part of the process, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and but, it is very insightful. But don't we like grow from those moments, right? Won't yeah. that make us better if you're a little, like if I walked in and thought I was a badass 24 seven, I don't think I would ever grow. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm a badass like 22, six maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just throwing that out there. But. No, I think that's a good, that's a good ratio. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like the term fake it till you make it. I don't either, it's not my favorite. But I, as far as building up your confidence, I think it is a good, place to start yeah um but yeah I, I and I don't know if that comes back to more being female maybe maybe um, because most of the time the rooms that we are in are male dominant yeah yeah I would agree with that but a lot of it too um is my personality like I'm not I'm not a, I I'm like an introverted extrovert yeah explain um, that we'll just a little bit because, you know, like, I like going out and doing things, but I'm not someone that wants to be the center of attention. Agreed. I feel that. Um, you know, I, I I'm okay giving a speech in front of people, but I don't want to, like, be the main attraction, I guess. Wait till you get in your 40s, because then you're going to want to be the main attraction. I feel like the spotlight's on me all the time. Actually, that's a lie. I'm full of shit. Um, it's the same. <laughs> it's totally the same. So, I mean, and it's, it, it create my two business partners, like they are both incredibly entertaining. I mean, you saw Keith walk by, oh, like, yeah. I mean, he oh, yeah. can like entertain a crowd just on a whim. Um, he can easily talk to people and I'm not that person that really goes out of my way to be like, Hey, you know, tell me your life story. You know, I enjoy that, but like one-on-one -on -one, yeah. I can do that. Like, yeah. but as far as you know like in networking groups yeah. it's painful like I, do I want to know you I don't know like you remember the I, chamber see, but okay more for me know. it's more like I don't have anything to offer you like I Which it's and it, and it goes back to the confidence like True. what what do they see in me like what's interesting about me like everything so I'd rather yeah everything it, but, mm, but again it goes back to confidence so is how do you like I mean it's that's something I've struggled with since, since yeah. I could as long as I can remember and I'm almost 35 so vulnerability though like growth through vulnerability is the kind of growth that I will always yeah. take so just maybe embrace that a little bit yeah. I don't know I do think you're a kick-ass business owner who does some pretty fucking brilliant things with with very little budget and just an idea <laughs> that like starts maybe over a glass of wine and you guys execute at a level that well everything always starts over a glass of wine true <laughs> True, but you executed a level that corporate America only wishes they could because you have the ability to be flexible yeah. and pivot without all of the board meetings and all of the hoopla, and right? And I think that's what's the most exciting yeah. thing about like what we're doing, what small businesses do in general, Agree. is like we can turn on a dime and be like, we're doing this now, and then yep. take our company to the next level. Agreed. Whereas, you know, that would take years for you know a huge corporation to do. Oh yeah, you have meetings over meetings over meetings. All right, no, well, but I appreciate all of the insight. It's we always solve world <laughs> peace, like our world know, peace, yeah. right? Not maybe like global world peace, but our like entrepreneurial, world, yeah, yeah, world peace when we get together and drink. <laughs> Thank you for this today. I needed you, and and I'm so happy and so thankful that you were the very first guest on this podcast. No, thank you, know you for been, having me. This yes, is anytime. It's like, always a, a blast hanging out with you Thank and you. drinking. Of and course. drink, well, yeah, this is like made for whatever. <laughs> all right, thank you, love. I appreciate it.